2: and founder of L.A. Street Art Gallery, James Chat of.
1: Dude, um, so I was in Florida, right? And just flew back uh, you know a couple of days ago, and I experienced. The second worst turbulence that I've ever experienced
0: in my life. Ooh, that's scary, man. That's like one of my worst fears, especially if I'm on an edible or something like (laughs) that. What happened, man? Um, Have you ever had had really, really bad turbulence? Oh, hell yeah. Shit's like fell out of the the fucking uh, overhead compartment before during my turbulence.
1: (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, well. Mine wasn't that
1: bad, but um, yeah, dude, we were coming into LA and then about half an hour out or so, it just started hitting. And this poor guy that was sitting right next to me had a cup of coffee and Uh. it it would just went everywhere, all over him and everything. Me being an old man, I had happened to have a napkin in my, my jacket. And so I gave that to him. And right after I gave that to him, it hit hard again. And the other half of his coffee went all over my leg and in my shoes. Uh I just got some new shoes. I don't know if you saw my, uh, you know, I took my dad to get some new shoes because he had holes in the bottoms
0: of his shoes. Let me bring that picture up because it's just too funny. I saw that and I was like laughing (laughs) and I was like, talk about using your shoes to the maximum. You know what I mean? You can teach your whole. I was walking
1: through the house and I saw like the middle part of a sole that has like the gel cushion sitting on the floor. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? I picked it up. I'm like, where the hell did that fucking come from? (laughs) Well, I fi- I figured it out, you know, dropped out of the bottom of my dad's damn shoe. Um, so, well,
0: how yeah, was the that trip, though? I mean, aside from the turbulence, obviously that was scary, but I mean, was it a good time visiting your pops?
1: Yeah, it was. But just one last thing on the turbulence, um, the hero of that whole thing was this little girl that was sitting right in front of me. Um, whatever her mom did or said to her was awesome because right when it was like pretty much done. She was laughing and going again, again. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, meanwhile, I'm going, OK, fuck, is this how is this how it happens? Is this how I go down in a fucking plane? You know, like you survived COVID, but uh, on the way back to Florida.
0: <laughs> but aside from that, I mean, uh, good trip. Dude, sleeping of... in every day was great. You know, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we well, did you have? Your, you have a uh... nice basement there. It's nice and dark. And that's I get the best sleep there, dude. Do you feel like a kid when you go back home?
1: It's like going back in time, really. Mm -hmm. It is just because of the house hasn't changed a whole hell of a lot. Mm. Um, In one picture that I posted up, my dad's standing in the kitchen. If you zoom in, you can see the the wallpaper. (laughs) It's uh, it's got like all these different flowers and names of the flowers and everything. And yeah, Uh, he he has a, yeah, very. Um, They have a, well, he has a clock there. this little um, battery powered clock that is so old it a few years ago it started going backwards <laughs> actually i'm gonna find it i have a video of that in my camera you know my phone somewhere but i took a video of
0: it real quick know. the uh the photo of your kitchen i mean that looks like a scene out of uh that 70s show man i mean i see there the, you uh, go the flowers yeah look at that all the, uh... <laughs> look at
1: the wallpaper behind him
0: yeah <laughs> i can see that how that's like back in time for you man you, you know what i mean that's awesome man but i'm glad your pops doing but he's okay. happy you know Dad's yeah. happy. I'm
1: back sooner than I thought because he can still drive pretty good. He forgets where he's going a little bit, mm. but dude, he drives better than, you know, half the people out here in L.A. So that may not may say much, but no, he, he still drives good. He wasn't okay. ready to move into a walking place that's walking distance from where he lives. So, um, yeah, I didn't have to do all that. So that's why I'm
0: back early. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's good. That's good. Uh, man, I see our guests in the room today. Uh, Jason Sabori. He's the uh, founder of uh, one of our, you know, areas in L.A. that. Santee Alley. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he's uh, in downtown L.A. For those of you who don't know, we're going to go ahead and uh, let him in today. Awesome.
1: Put on your red shoes and dance the-
0: Welcome Jason. How you doing? Welcome to the show, man. And uh Am know, I on now? Yeah, man. I'm yes. oh, okay. so happy to have you, man. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We're back. We where can see we're your bright
1: shining, st- shining face right now.
2: Yeah, we're back. We're back where we started uh what was it a year ago? Uh and uh yeah, I'm just uh I'm just here with my family. Uh we're we have uh, an Iranian holiday called Charshanbe Suri, and it basically is you jump over a fire to cleanse your soul for the next New Year. It's kind of like at the start of spring, which is dude. How ours. big is the fire? Uh, it can be as big as you want. I mean, it, technically, you have <laughs> to
0: like you have to kind of like brush through it for for you know the symbolism to take effect, I suppose. Here's a picture of it. I mean, here's people jumping over the fire for the. Uh... How do you pronounce this holiday again, Jason? Char Shambay Suri.
2: Char Shambay Suri. Yeah, I am not, I don't speak a lot of dude. That
1: one fire looks a a bit big. I mean, it's like as tall as a person is. How big was your fire that you went over?
2: Yeah, well, uh, we're we're gonna be building the fire after dinner. So oh nice
1: oh, okay. So this may be our final, you know, you may not ever see again. You may die, huh? I mean, (laughs) damn, dude, that's a big (laughs) fire. No, I don't. We'll come visit you at the hospital.
2: Okay, okay. you'll be in the burn ward. (laughs) I'll let you guys know.
0: (laughs) So, Jason, let me ask you real quick, just because you mentioned it, and you know, I love cultural things, man. Um, How often do you guys celebrate? This is an annual thing, or?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's an annual thing. Um, It's just an excuse for us to get together and you know,
0: jump over a fire and just hang out, you know. Um, But yeah. It's on the uh, uh, the eve of last Wednesday of the year. Now, uh, this is a. What happens thing.
1: when you get to be too old to jump over the fire? Like if you don't make it? <laughs> Maybe you got a bad leg or in bad knee, like me.
2: Maybe you can just light up a joint. I don't know.
1: Uh-
2: <laughs> there, are all yeah. t- there are alternatives. Just sit huh? by the fire. Yeah.
0: <laughs> awesome. Jason, now, um, you know, you want to come back on the show to kind of give us a little bit of a. I guess, uh, you know, we all know about Santi Alley. It's one of the places that. You know, it's a public gallery for people to paint in Los Angeles. Actually, people uh, have heard this on the show and actually went to Santee Alley to paint. Um, I've checked it out a few times. I would definitely recommend not to go there at nighttime. Right? (laughs) It's not some place that you. uh... Oh,
2: I mean, you know, I, I. Unless you're a big guy and you got nothing to worry about. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, and you know, it's kind of like I'm trying to you know, make it into a, a safe space, but more so safe for the artist uh, against uh, persecution legally. And so I'm trying to make a space that's a, a legal space. And that's really the, the main point of the space is that you can paint there legally without worry of legal recourse, you know, or getting arrested or anything like that. Sure, sure. And, yes. you know, some, some, some people, you know, like in the graffiti community, they, they love the thrill. Uh, I think it's an unnecessary risk for uh, what you do. You know, we're not trying to rob a bank. Uh,
1: we're that means trying you're growing up. How old are you?
2: Express. <laughs> huh?
1: I said that means you're growing up. How old are you? Uh, I'm
2: Thirty-five right now. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm still nice. still very I was young. 38 I before I grew up.
0: <laughs> Is that when you got arrested, yeah. teacher? No, 41. Uh, 41. Okay. So, okay. 41 was when teacher. Uh, uh, <laughs> I see. No, no, no. <laughs> what I was saying is that one of our... See, the thing is, like, you're just thinking of big, tall guys like you, Jason, that want to go out there and paint, you know what I mean? We actually had a listener who's a, a beautiful girl who uh, shoot a movie and, uh, you know, wanted some public area to paint and decided to choose Santa Gallery and uh, had quite an experience yes. there. So <laughs> I don't know if you're... Were you aware I, of I've
2: heard. I've heard... Oh- yeah, over the years I've heard of uh, you know so a variety of experiences. Now it is a public space, so there are no like gates or constant policing, uh, which which you know for for some things it's good you know because then you can focus on painting. You don't have to look over your back, but at the same time you know keep situational awareness. Any anywhere you go, you know, sure, uh, sure, just sure. know where you are, know who's around you. And then enjoy
0: yourself. <laughs> um, one, of the things, one of the things is that, you know, you may not have to worry about the police, but you may have to worry about other people policing the area. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. it, it
2: is a public space. I mean, I've, I've encountered uh, my fair share of, you know, gang activity and, you know, pe- being approached, you know, mistakenly as, you know, like, oh, you're doing uh, something for maybe a rival gang or whatever. But that's that's not what we we're, we're all about. You know, we're Try- I'm trying to stray away from that idea that art, the art that we do, at least like graffiti, uh, isn't crime. And I'm trying to stray away from that idea, the public idea. That's what I feel like a majority of the public, not our close-knit circle of artists and supporters. I'm talking about regular Joe that, that doesn't know you know, graffiti yeah. or any idea of it or the life or what we're doing, what we're trying to accomplish with our uh, art form. And, uh, you know, I I just, I wanna change the public's perception of that. I want them to, instead of thinking first of graffiti as crime, I want them to think of it as art first because that's what it is. And, you know, the, the graffiti artists, the people, they're incredibly capable and skilled painters and artists. And I don't personally view them as criminals. Uh, and I think it's a shame that our society today uh, does and our laws are positioned in a way where we are criminals. And I think that that's a shame. I think the cities or municipalities or whoever should be utilizing these skill sets to beautify their neighborhoods instead of sure. jailing these, these skilled individuals.
0: But let me ask you, man, sometimes you know you see some like art outside and then you're just like oh, that's a beautiful like burner like even though it's like illegal you're like it's beautiful you know and then sometimes you see like a bird you're like who the fuck did this man this you know I mean <laughs> like it's all like they meant it. well. They thought they were doing good, but they walked
1: by the next day and they're like, "Oh shit, I better not take a picture of that."
0: <laughs> you can see some yeah, toy like you know, we're
2: all we're all at different skill levels, you know what I'm saying? Like like some of us, you know, we're millionaires off of our art. We have really good uh, agents and managers to provide us jobs. And some of us are oners that are just trying to express ourselves, you know, regardless if we make money on it or not and uh you know i think the important and every
1: level every level in between of the spectrum too
2: yeah i mean (laughs) the the fact is that that majority of graffiti artists i know at least that that paint santi they're doing it for the art form and they're not a part of a gang and so they don't want to be associated with that anymore at Mm -hmm. all i don't know if they wanted to be associated with it even in the beginning but uh it's something that has transpired and kind of snowballed and so i just kind of want to like reel it back and let the public realize that we're not criminals inherently
0: you know Mm. yeah yeah definitely inherently (laughs) we make decisions
2: no i mean like
0: uh you know at the end of the day it's really hard for the the public to understand this uh subculture i guess right you know i mean i or at least the law enforcement you know what i mean so uh, yeah. Yeah. It sound like you have some experience uh, in this uh, area, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what are you
0: laughing for? Yeah. A
2: lot of experience. I and mean, I'm just trying, you know, like, uh, I'm trying my best to, uh, I guess show the, the, the artists in the best light, you know, and then in the best setting. Uh, but You know, there are other steps that, you know, I've been trying to take, like uh, work with certain municipalities to uh, have artists come uh, and paint, uh, makes it a non jailable offense. I think that, you know, the, the transition of the law and how, you know, it moves slowly. And so, me and what I'm doing, I'm trying to take small baby steps so that hopefully future generations can then take change in legislation that we do now, and then change public opinions for the future. You know, I, it's, I think it's personally impossible to maybe make graffiti legal as art, uh, but to make it a non-jailable offense will, will positively affect the lives of so many people. Um, I mean, jail, law, legal fees, I mean, I just, me personally, I'm speaking from personal experience. But uh, I just, I, if, if I'm going through this, then there are a lot of other people, a lot of other artists that are going through this, but have maybe less of a voice than I do. Very and different. so I'm trying to use that platform to really make some sort of life, lifelong change, You know that helps artists and uh, helps uh, them not have to experience what
0: Parting criminals should be
2: experiencing, you know?
0: Yeah, you know, at, I mean, at the end, every single time we talk to you, man, um, in terms of Santee Alley, it's always been a, uh, you know, a public gallery for people to kind of get up and, uh, you know, express themselves and do their art, man. And we really appreciate you coming from that uh, that angle, man. And I hope, you know, like I said, we've had people listen to the show and go to Santee Alley to paint. And, um, you know, hopefully we can... Uh, keep on spreading that message man
2: yeah yeah i mean it's been surprising you know i I, uh my day job I, i work uh you know uh delivering auto parts and these shops that i go to they're sometimes interested in what the drivers do other than driving and so it opens up a lot of cool conversation and i've met a few uh mechanics and you know uh body shop owners that have actually heard of santi that have seen Bohemia incorporated. Uh, Here's Johnny's sculpture, and you know nice. they, they finally made the connection. You know, and that that this is a actual art space that it's not just one isolated art piece on a wall. Hmm. Uh, that this was by design, and uh, that that also further blows them away. So I, I definitely believe it that that people have heard about it, but it's just still kind of crazy to me. You know that that it's 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 been heard of. So are why
0: you know i mean uh you're talking about bohemian incorporated the here's johnny there's a super cool piece of jack nicholson um inside here actually i pulled it up here right here um right here this is the here's johnny piece and it's actually one of the pieces oh that's so cool really really stand out it's a picture (laughs) of uh i mean it's not a picture Jack nicholson i think they do it styrofoam and, um, yes. you know, it's it's Jack Nicholson's face breaking out of a wall. Um, and breaking through time, cinder blocks. Yeah, last time I was there, I actually saw that. And, you know, Bohemia Incorporated, um, I think they're too secretive to come on the show, but I definitely did ask them. But, uh, you know, they're out there doing really great, cool work. Here's another piece. Uh, let, let me just bring this up. I'm not sure what this exactly this is, but uh, this is another cool, you know, little piece. It's uh, also a 3 d Yeah, that's off the 5 five yeah, sounds kind of, of, that are right oh my god yeah it's called rubble man basically so you know i, I think they're one of the uh artists oh i know in- where
1: that is i know exactly where that is it's off the. holy five. cow yeah okay people like <laughs> those of you who are just listening also, this spot also, that these guys also, went to is hard to get there and all the stuff that yeah. they took out there wow
2: i'm yeah, sorry yeah, Go i No, it definitely is hard i mean uh another piece a few pieces that they have are down the five past that uh, on a bridge, on the side of a bridge, it's supposed to be uh Bert and Ernie. Ernie is on the other side. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys have seen that sculpture,
0: but no, but this one, yeah, yeah, this, this, yeah. Uh, you keep going scorpion. down
2: on the five past that.
0: That one, I see this scorpion, yeah, scorpion one scorpion. right here, too. So, uh, Whoa. you know, definitely next level, uh, you know, stuff. I, I was just saying, man, I can't stand when you cut styrofoam, you know, if you break styrofoam like that, n- right. Sound, like freaks me out man i don't know like you know so i would did you have, have a bad experience when you were young with it too no i don't know maybe it's just like it's just like the, the, the <laughs> sound it's just bothers Car- carving so styrofoam yeah you, you know what i mean i could i could never do it personally yeah. <laughs> but uh anyways these guys are next level man if you can find them bohemian incorporated on uh, uh instagram go check them out um actually their page is not available anymore for yeah uh,
2: styrofoam is uh the carving styrofoam is a pretty interesting thing to see. Uh, do you know these guys personally? Yeah, I've met them. They they uh did like two three pieces
0: at Santi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super cool, man. Super cool, and I they, feel like those turn. are those are the pieces that uh you know are gonna be there to stay too. First of all, they're high up. And second of all, they're so beautiful that nobody's gonna really fuck with them. You know what I mean? Like,
1: oh, dude, people fuck with everything, but yeah, yeah, but sometimes you know, if it's, it's really cool, it'll last longer.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's,
2: yeah, it's it's unique. It's unique art, unique street art. You know, you, how often do you st- see work like that out in the public? Not very often, and so uh it's very special. Um, and people love it. You know, Uh graffiti artists, street artists. You know, and that's the thing is that you know, like, uh, there's this like underlying thing you know like uh uh street artists aren't real they're not graffiti artists but over the whole entire diaspora of artists everybody feels like the, the sculpture is fucking dope so you yeah, know like yeah, it, you it just it's just interesting guys okay sculpture guys okay <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, for that for that uh that one piece uh at santi the the jack nicholson piece they came out uh, on three separate uh, times of the day to color match the cinder blocks on it so that all at all times of the day it looks all uniform
0: wow wow Wow! Yeah. That's, yeah that's an amazing piece man and like i said stuff like that um i don't know where you would see it except for santee alley man i mean and around la driving man so uh you know maybe uh, banks yeah around I mean, l.a you know <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, that's on that level, definitely, man. So yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, very cool stuff, man. And you know, this is one of the reasons why I was actually, at first, when I went to Santi Alley, um, I actually went there for a, a, music video shoot of an artist, um, by the name of Zachary Murdoch. Actually, he invited me to go out there for a music video, and then also to sponsor some, uh, uh one of his video shoots with the uh our, brand go spray paint so i actually delivered him some uh, spray paint out there they shot it at santi alley so it was the first time that i actually went out there to go check it out and uh, like i said i saw some very very unique pieces man and um uh, i would not recommend going at nighttime though to if you're just a viewer of art you, you know what i mean like uh the area could be well like we said go, before go unless with, you're a
1: big guy or you got friends you
0: know
2: yeah go with yeah go with friends make it a thing you know like go with all your friends and make it you know a stop uh, to look at art before you go to the club or something something to gab about at the bar
0: yeah definitely there man. you go that's so cool man so um so what else have you been up to jason i mean uh you know Santi alley's coming along i know you have like some um uh dispensable dispensable uh spray cans there as well right 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 yeah uh what? I, I started uh
2: my first company uh, it's called the bomb box it's a vending the bomb machine. box, <laughs> <a> bomb box. <laughs> yeah yeah and it's a uh, vending machine what does the government think of that
1: art? i bet they're freaking out what what he's got a what now oh god well Where i mean is
2: LA, la county la county uh approved me i have all my permits in order so i can go vend on any street corner i want uh, Whoa, I can even go Vend in dude. Venice, which is the next, uh, where the next uh, location of the bomb box will be in, the, in Venice Beach. Seems to be a very appropriate place for paint to be sold. Well, dude, how many of these do you have? Uh, I got one at the Santi, and then uh, another one being built. It's the mobile version, so it's a uh, mobile... <laughs> a uh, v- vending machine that i'm having built by uh, machine histories they're a, uh, a machine shop in, in uh, frog town and uh, i've worked with them before they're they're like geniuses computer scientists engineers that love to do woodworking and fabrication and build stuff so uh, i completely trust them with the project uh, but yeah they're they're building it on a the idea is to put it on a essentially a paleta cart and then uh with like big you know large bicycle wheels uh have it the i guess the first vending machine to ever be mobile and so i so i'll, I'll be taking that to like art events and uh nice. especially especially venice on the weekends when it's built
0: nice man i like that and uh you know that's something that
2: should have been at the la art show dude it
0: will be next
1: year, huh?
2: Nice.
0: <laughs> maybe somebody, maybe somebody can buy my entry fee. <laughs> yeah, maybe whoever's listening, dude. Man, I don't think he... you
1: would need an entry fee for that thing. Oh, Holy shit! You you don't have a, a set spot. You just run that fucker around. You know, right? Get you right. a ticket and then just roll through there. You know. <laughs>
0: yeah, I. You know,
2: that's a good idea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you know what? I, to be honest, you mentioned Frog Town. I've never heard of Frogtown until today, dude. So, I mean, maybe I'm not, like, central L.A. enough. but I haven't uh, either.
1: What what uh, What's Frogtown? It's Frog
0: uh, Town? Elysian Valley. It's actually a neighborhood in central Los Angeles. And the name comes from frogs that used to emerge from the grassy banks. So you can tell how long time that was ago, obviously. Good grief. <laughs> there was grass. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's kind of right by Dodger Stadium. It, you know, it seems like it's a pretty... Hidden gem neighborhood, man. So uh, only
2: true angelinos bro. No, just
0: kidding, hey, man. You know, hey, it's okay, man. I, I'm I'm LA County, man. I'm SGV, so I t- I totally get it, man. But uh, a lot of good people in SGV, man. <laughs> you know, a lot of the, where are you where are you from, Jason? I mean, just to give the aud- audience some uh, background. You said your family's Iranian, right? Yeah, yeah. My my dad's uh, Iranian, born and raised
2: in uh, Esfahan. Uh, And then my mom, she was born and raised in uh, Michigan, Uh, and I was born and raised here in the Valley. Oh, nice,
0: nice. Nice, man. Well, you know, it's so awesome that you're coming up with these creative ideas, man. And, uh, you know, so how did you think of these, uh, you know, ideas when you were just driving around auto parts, man? I mean,
1: wait, wait, I, I, I've got questions about the fucking bomb box. Uh, yeah,
0: okay, okay. Yeah. Vending
1: machine. Um, when did you come up with that idea? Like, when did the idea strike you to, you know, make a vending machine with with spray cans?
2: Uh, well, when when I got my, uh, I guess, stimulus check, I used it to get my LLC and start it up. I, I've been thinking about it about a year before then, you know, different ideas about how to uh uh produce money to continue to run santi uh to uh provide an idea where like like artists can get low low cost high quality materials um because you know paint's expensive and uh you know like it's really expensive (laughs) and so especially anytime anytime you
1: buy paint especially from a store you're paying like way more because you're paying for that store you're paying for what right, the store right, you know that right. the, there's, the there's rent you're more, paying the store's rent basically
2: yeah there's a lot more overhead you know in, in the business that I don't necessarily have because of the vending machine uh so it allows me to keep the costs down and then I also uh I sell them at five dollars a can uh I sell dang spray paint um and you know like uh, I could sell them for six or whatever, but I really want to keep the price as low as possible, you know, because my my customer is the artist, you know, and uh, right. you know I want to make sure that that they're being served well, you know, that that you know, like I'm an artist as well, and I, I I've been curating art for the past four years, you know, so I've heard a lot of you know struggle stories and like it's hard and you know like I I can't you know like yeah, whatever you know like it's just expensive as fuck so I'm trying to do my part to uh, make it easier and more accessible to the artist
1: now how did you find this guy that built the the, the um, bomb box the machine? how did you how did you just look him up in on google or something like that like you know vending machines people who build vending machines or how did you find this guy
2: what guy i'm the guy. i i i started the the business and no, no, no. The vending- i
1: mean that build that build the vending machine
2: oh the vending machines are soda machines mm. so they, 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 yeah they always- yeah like you the soda, uh, so, machine? soda machines that hold 20 ounce sodas they're the same exact diameter as uh, a spray can oh there you go okay
1: right. so then you're just you're just buying a a soda vending machine and you're kind of are you doing any special thing to it or are you just putting spray cans in and that's
2: it you know I, i looked up like chat forums and stuff like that about security and uh you know i bolstered the security because it is a volatile product uh so you know it gets stolen quite quite frequently so i've been looking up like chat forums on ideas on how to bolster security or maybe where you know, people that have regular vending machines that have, you know, candy and stuff. The, the people, you know, they're going for the cash box. They're not going for the candy. And so I, I really wanted to bolster the security for this thing, not only for the product that I sell, but also the, the cash that I'm earning, you know. Um, so, yeah, you know, uh, but the, the mobile vending machine is a completely different story. Uh, I found out that the same thing can be done when you convert Red Bull machines uh you all you have to do is take out a little lip that essentially uh, bends only these small red bowl cans to vend regular size cans and the regular <laughs> regular coke can is the same diameter as uh, a spray can as well so uh it's convenient yes so you just like kind of like convert them and then you know i bolster this security and then uh machine histories is going to be chopping it basically in half and rebuilding it on a paleta card so uh the mobile ones will be a little bit more of like fa- uh like a fabrication change to the machine uh okay but the, i understand the ones now. that stay still you know there's no need for me to change really anything other than security
1: got it okay i understand now nice i love it man i can't wait to see the mobile one
2: which brand <laughs> yeah am yeah. telling you
1: seriously dude next la art show just drive right up there and show them your ticket and then just go right in
2: just go <laughs> right in okay i'll try it out <laughs> let me ask. Or even you just know.
1: riding it around outside people are going to see that thing they're going to freak out
2: exactly exactly I, i'm I'm trying to make this thing uh lightweight enough where i could take it anywhere i mean i'd love to take it for photo shoots sh- photo shoots in the desert or on the top of a mountain you know i i feel like you know like it'll be good marketing you know advertising for it but well,
1: um, luckily we're close to both out here in California, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I can, I can access everything I need. So let me ask you, man, are you trying to get into the paint distribution business or the, uh, you, you know, cause I could probably help you a little bit right there. You, you know what I mean? Like, uh, we he's got, got some brand.
1: experience this guy. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah,
0: we, we, we got our brand started, man. And, uh, at the end of the day, it's a tough thing to you know sell because like it's, it's uh, incredibly tough. It is incredibly tough. Uh, I've had to put a, put a
2: hold on, on the business just for now. Uh, and I mean, you know, a very loose hold. If you want to buy wholesale, uh, then you can. If you want to invest in the company, then you can. Uh, but I had to handle my, my case uh, with the city of Glendale. So I have just kind of, you know, shifted focus on what's important, you know, my freedom. Can my you business. talk about
1: that? Your, your case with the city of Glendale?
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, they were trying to give me 12 years in County for, uh, Oh my so, God. Yeah. For what? Yeah, they're, they're, uh, well, the city of Glendale likes to pin their artists, you know, uh, to the wall. Uh, so, uh, What did you do? To, they want to make an example of me. They hadn't seen this type of action for 30 years. And, uh, I painted, I painted on their walls, uh, and, and the ground and, uh, 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 electrical boxes uh, quotes from uh, black and brown leader
0: Yeah, I I actually was driving up to Glendale one time to go to my friend's house and I passed by a freeway and um, a freeway bridge (laughs) and then I was like oh man somebody's getting up man so (laughs) (laughs) well yeah yeah you know
2: I'm uh, the the main uh, point of that whole entire work was because uh i'm not sure if you guys are familiar but donald trump made a muslim ban uh which banned the immigration from key countries that were labeled as uh funding muslim terrorism or whatever and uh, iran was on the list
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I, I am iranian I and my family is an immigrant family so what happens to all those immigrant families it was kind of like like they were trapped in their authoritarian government didn't even have an option to come over to escape tyranny because they were labeled as terrorists, even though that the people over there don't even really believe in the government or God or whatever there's, I feel personally, and from what I've heard, is that they're just so fucking sick and tired of the government over there, and they're, they're, they see all the world around them passing by, and, but they can't do anything about it. Well, so they immigrate to other countries that are free, free thought, free think, and they make a life, a better life for themselves. And so, and contribute heavily to society, whatever society they choose to be a part of. And so it just really like, like hit hard, hit home. And I had to go out and protest. And this was my way of protesting. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't go in picket lines, I didn't shout, I didn't raise my voice, but I raised my voice on the walls
1: you raised your voice with paint
2: yeah exactly um dude i
1: I just want to apologize again for not being able to you know do something there with you for court but like i said my lawyer was like dude you've got too much stuff (laughs) out there that they'll pull your ass in i was was just
0: about to say like uh you know i I think that you guys finding a
1: character witness that's a you know uh, contemporary in the graffiti business is kind of (laughs) hard
0: Well, yeah,
2: no, I understand. I understand completely, you know, like I, I don't hold it against it at all, but I'm just very glad that, you know, like my lawyer and whoever else was able to work out a deal so that I wouldn't go to jail for, for this, you know, for 12 years, give me a fucking break.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I think that you guys both have a uh, similar backgrounds actually of why you started your uh, street artist journey actually coming out as a protest. Yeah, you know, as a protest,
1: Mine was a protest, his was a protest and I didn't, I knew I was going to get arrested and I don't know if you knew that you were going to get arrested, but dude, that they went harsh. That's. I actually I wow. didn't get
2: arrested. I didn't get arrested. Uh, Facebook uh, screwed me over. What? um Yeah, to be honest, Glendo cops. Fucking Facebook, man,
0: motherfuckers. Yeah, I know. Knows Facebook a bit about that, just so uh, everybody <laughs> knows. You you know what I mean? Like has a little bit of inside experience. Yeah, what am I saying? Going... They're Instagram also, aren't they?
2: i I personally think, you know, like Glendale hasn't seen this kind of work or any type of like uh artwork, street artwork, uh in forever. And so they don't know what to look for, the cops and stuff. It was it was kind of funny actually doing my work and like just kind of you know seeing them pass by and you know, like they're right there next to me, but they don't see me. It was just really funny, but uh it was just funny also. Well, dude, it's that all Facebook body language, you know. If you
1: doing something you look like you should be doing. You know they're not gonna freak out. You know they're gonna be like, "Is that people? well? I don't know. It looks like he's not. You know, trying to get away with anything." So,
0: you know, I don't know. But what do you mean? Like, <laughs> do they like that? They turn your images over. How do they get you on Facebook? How did Facebook fuck you yeah. over?
2: Uh, it was connected to my Instagram.
0: Oh, I see. I see. I see. Uh, yeah, I see saying, and uh, uh, don't don't case.
2: sign don't sign your work. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Good.
1: I see, we I all see. we
2: all learn our lessons, but you know, uh, my main lesson that I'm learning is that the the, the law inherently is unjust and uh, imbalanced, and I think that that needs to change. So, uh, if this is the causation of that that push for me, then uh, then so be it. That's that's what it was meant to be. Well. Uh, yeah. Jason, Dude, you, you know, see, I mean, you know what
1: people are going through in Russia protesting. I mean, <laughs> holy fucking shit,
2: man. Yeah, that's actually, some
1: scary
0: shit. Yeah, right, well,
2: right. I mean, they could just be killed right off the bat. Not even have a court. You know, date. You know, so I, I suppose I'm lucky in that aspect.
0: That's awesome, man. Um, wh- one of the things that uh, I think is just uh interesting, man. You earlier you brought up, uh, y- y- you know, the U.S. invaded. The middle east and kind of screw things up over there a lot with uh, false pretenses basically right and um, right now putin is invading ukraine with false pretenses and i really haven't heard the media um, bring a connection to those two uh <laughs> Similar situations. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 have you guys at, thought about that uh, at all? Because uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not saying that you know one's just or one's not just, but uh, if you no, think about no.
2: It- but you know, one has to think. You know, like uh, uh, I under the light, you know, I, I look I look white, but uh, I'm considered brown. You know, and so uh, and many Middle Easterners are considered brown, and so uh, you know, it just kind of makes you think. You know, like oh. Uh, The Ukrainians are freedom fighters but the Afghanis Afghanis are terrorists. And the thing about Afghanis is that they speak the same language as Iranians, Farsi. So when you hear them speak, that's the same language that Iranians are speaking. And so our connection, you know, uh, through language, you know, is a very uh, deep, deep and long one. And so uh, it goes back thousands of years, even before the United States was a thing. So uh, it just, you know, it kind of makes you think, like, why, why, why are we considered, why are, why are Middle Eastern people considered the terrorists, but then Ukrainians considered the freedom fighters? Uh, I guess it maybe it depends on, who the enemy
0: is. I guess right. Maybe
2: on maybe on Russian propaganda news. Maybe they're labeling them as the terrorists, like how our news label the uh, Afghanis as terrorists. But yeah, you Russian know, state
0: media. Well, they're you labeling know, so, them as Nazis, right? So it's just like right. very interesting. Yeah. Like getting rid of Nazism. Y- you yeah. know, I
2: really haven't heard people. They can't just, be Nazis because they're commies, right?
0: <laughs> I didn't know that
1: na- Nazi was an ism yeah
2: yeah oh, man, no, it's all it's all it's all it's i'm i'm sad but i'm i'm smiling because it's just so preposterous jason um,
0: you, you refer to yourselves yourself as uh, iranian um a lot of you know people from my iran background uh, their family they refer to themselves as persian are you persian or are you uh you, you know from a different ethnic background
2: i mean yeah i'm persian i'm iranian
0: okay I just uh, want to clarify per- persian
2: because- is you know, like uh, the Empire of Persia doesn't exist anymore. So I'm Iranian.
0: No, for sure. But you but, know, you, you like, know, you'll like a lot of people, want... you'll meet a lot of people, and they'll be like, "Hey, I'm Persian." You know, you know what I mean. So I just want to clarify for the for the audience. I try, like...
2: yeah, I try to keep it, try to keep it simple. But also, uh, you know, there was something I guess uh, in the '80s with the whole entire, you know, the the hostage crisis, uh, and sure. so. Uh, there's this uh, idea that you know like uh, during the 80s Iranians would refer to themselves as Persians because it sounded more to the white population as Parisians
0: oh hey i never heard that before right Uh, and uh... so uh,
2: to say that you're Persian it it was kind of like in the 80s kind of like a way to like cover up the the fact that you might be targeted against Mm. much like uh I just read a story on RA, uh, resident advisor, where uh, there's this uh, this record store owned by Russian immigrants, uh, and it's being targeted by hate uh, because of what's going on with the Ukraine and Russian war. So uh, it's
1: fucking Putin. It's not Russia.
2: I mean, exactly. It's not the citizens. The citizens are being held down, held down, you know. And they can't say shit against it. And the people that, that escaped, right, let's say emigrated to the United States, like this cu- couple that this Russian couple that's running this uh, you know, uh, uh, electronic music uh, record store, like they' they're adopting what it is to be American. They're living free, they're uh, building a business, they're paying their taxes, they might be employing people, you know And so it's like,
1: they're not sending money to money to Russia or to Putin.
0: They're here now. I, I see they're Not here. the
2: oligarchs, you know. They're
0: not, I see here. They're, they're just the,
2: like regular citizens trying to live, you know. And so I think that that's that's incredibly stupid for us as Americans to like to like. Well, dude, do I, ha- I mean, forty-seven percent of us are idiots, you know. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> According to uh, what was it uh, Mitt Romney, forty-seven percent of us, the deplorables, is that what he said? <laughs>
0: Okay, so here's the L- not L- my words. Come out of my language. mouth, but not my words, <laughs> right? The record store is called Stellar Remnant. I guess they're getting evicted because, uh, you know, they're they're Russian-speaking immigrants. I guess you know, and uh, um, that's unfortunate, man. Um, Jason, let me ask you. Um, first of all, pretty cool that you read Resident Advisory. Are you into electronic dance music, man? Because you know I'm a DJ, right? Obviously. I said that, hey. uh, I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you. Oh, shoot. Oh. All right, guys, I guess we lost Jason. Um, sorry about Cops that. Cops are guys. running
1: after him. He just like dropped the phone and ran. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding.
0: It's all right, man. But, uh, you know, we're always happy to get an update from Santee Alley. Again, that's one of the uh, places you can actually paint for free. Um, you know, we've mentioned other places like the graph lab that, you know, you can just, uh, Paint and have a place to uh, paint in Los Angeles. These are places that, you know, they're free of charge. You just maybe got to sign up. I think Santhi Alley is a little bit more loose because they're a public gallery and there's no uh, gates or anything. You don't have to. You just go, right. you know, try not. Yeah, the stopping. graph lab
1: has gates yeah. and stuff like that. So,
0: I mean, I, I think that there's probably, uh, you know, uh, if people go over each other, I mean, you know, just don't do that kind of stuff. If you don't know what you're doing, <laughs> people get mad. About if you're going to go
1: over somebody, you better be better. <laughs> 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 yeah. or you better have a good message to it at least you know what i mean like a, a pertinent current message or something like that
0: yeah man but uh you know like i said just don't go to santi alley uh during the nighttime, man I, i've been there i wouldn't recommend it's not the uh nicest neighborhood guys so uh uh yeah. you know this is just a little tip from uh james and teach man but uh you know if it's something that you know you want to go check out there are very few uh there are a few pieces there that are really really cool man so um uh you know so you know hopefully we can uh get another update from him soon but uh you know all that we stuff will. all that uh you know the bomb box and the mobile bomb box man, that's, that's crazy all man i can't wait to see the, the mobile
1: software. one dude i
0: mean and it'll be cool to you know get some ghost spray paint in there man once we uh oh, yeah. maybe work, work something out with him but uh other maybe than we take that, one of
1: those to uh Bay- to uh art with this you know this uh december
0: Man, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see if the world ends by December this year, man. Yeah, right. I don't oh, even plan anything. Thanks. Man. Thanks, James. Thanks for leaving
1: us with a smile and a <laughs> lovely peace message.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> 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 Teach, always reminding us about the peace, man. But uh, anyways, guys, thank you very much to the audience for hanging out with us today. Sorry we got to cut it short, but, uh, you know, we lost our guest today, man. But uh, I think you know we wanted to go ahead and still put it up because there's a lot of good information out there. And, uh, you know, like I said, He's a great guy. I mean, what a guy, you know? Yeah, Jason's a great guy. Uh, Definitely reach out to him if you have any questions regarding Santee Alley, if you want to paint there, and, uh, you know, help your brother out. What's his
1: uh, social? uh,
0: Let me see. It's Santee Public Gallery. S-A-N-T-E-E Public Gallery on Instagram. Just go ahead and uh, shoot him a DM, and then uh, he'll hook you up uh, with uh, some time or a spot to paint. So. Um, Again, thank you very much, guys, for hanging out with us. Uh, We'll be back next week. Love you guys. Take care, and peace. at gallery, Check out the shop. It has some a teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace.